0: I'm alex morales
1: and i'm sarah morales
0: and welcome to the thrown at home podcast this is our yeah. first official episode our very first one very first one i mean i know there's been a lot of planning and excitement leading into this and so yeah. to finally officially be recording and doing this first one it kind of kind of feels surreal what are you what are you feeling on that Yeah,
1: we've had a a lot of discussions over the past few months, Um, but it kind of isn't a new thing. I feel like this has been in our heart for a really long time. We didn't have the words for it yet. Yeah. Um, I remember having the idea of thrown in home and how I would describe it to friends and what was on my heart and as time moved on, realized that, hey, this is probably a podcast, at least at first. Right. And so, this is our first expression of what Thrown in Home is. And for those of you um, who are wondering what in the world Thrown in Home is, um, Thrown in Home is basically our way of saying on earth as it is in heaven. Yeah. And um, what we're looking for in this time and what we're, um, we're really passionate about is seeing, the throne of God established, um, here, um, here on earth, but here in our homes, like doing this as a family, um, there's a long history with both of us. Um, for those of you who don't know who we are, um, I've been saved pretty much since I was a little girl. Um, Alex and I met when I was in my twenties, um but Yeah, I was
0: I was a little bit older than that, but yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we won't say. We
0: won't go there. But
1: I think, you know, just I have a history um with the Lord. Um for those of you that don't know, um we are on staff at an amazing church here. We live in the Austin, Texas region. Yeah. In our home, Church Home True Life. We're gonna give a shout out. Yeah, true life. Um we have just a passion for the presence of God, a passion to see, um, his kingdom come on the earth. And it's something that, as I referenced, just, you know, growing up and not just growing up a church, but really I was raised in the presence of God. I was raised in worship. Um, and I was having this discussion with my mom yesterday and she was reminding me about dreams and encounters I was having at four years old. Um, about the throne room of God and how I would come downstairs and describe things in heaven in the throne room. She's like, there's no way you would have known this otherwise. Like you've, you were there and you've seen it. And I think that the seed for me was planted then. And so just always having an experience and knowing that I had access, um, to the throne room, access to the Lord. Um, and we'll talk regularly in this podcast about what Absolutely. that means. It's going to be laced in. So I don't want to throw it all yeah, in th- because, in one place. Because that's but. really,
0: you know, thrown in home on earth as it is in heaven. The the way I've talked about it as well, and we've talked about it even even here, is, you know, we always want to build our home before His throne in a spiritual sense, but what does it look like to, to establish His throne in the midst of our home? And, and for me, this is really... A little bit of you know partnering with some of even the prophetic words that we've gotten Mm -hmm. and we'll talk more about prophecy and prophetic words and the thing the all those kinds of things but for us you know going back to years to friends like like matt gonzalez and others and you Mm -hmm. know where oh i I see you guys doing a podcast i I see i see all of these types of things and it's more than just um really nice words to say these were things that, that you know trusted people who were hearing and seeing how the lord was speaking and moving in our lives and and so for us stepping out and doing this is just really a partnership with with god on those things and so it's it's exciting that we're actually recording our first episode yeah
1: it definitely is i think back when we look back on the different maybe words or dreams that we've had not really knowing sometimes it takes you know it takes time for a word to to ruminate. Times and seasons. Sometimes it just takes types of certain types of technology to manifest for yeah, us to be I able mean, to do what um, we're doing now. And I think um, what really brought this to the forefront for us was, and as everyone around the world experienced different things during COVID, you know, there was this divine pause right. that even though you know, everything that was going on um, in and around that was horrible. God always uses it. yeah. And I think, you know, during that time we're recording worship and learning how to live stream and we're right. learning these skills. And then all of a sudden, you know, most of us are forced back home and we don't have our regular church services mm-hmm. and we don't have um, the things that we can easily rely on to... Um, connect us to the Lord and so if you didn't have a deep and meaningful relationship with Jesus you were forced to look at it right you were forced to look at what what is your actual life before the Lord look like what is your connection what does worship look like um and what does it look like for your family and I think for me and for us we came to a place where, you know, growing up in ministry and full-time ministry, being very busy people, I think getting to a place where it's not enough for us to just kind of what we call do kingdom, release release the kingdom, right? To everywhere else, but not see it at home. Yeah. To not see, you know, we can go out, we can prophesy, we can see thousands saved, but we come home and What's going on in our families, right. our our family, our kids, the people that um, the Lord has connected us to, like there's a reason for that. Yeah. There's a reason why He creates families and He wants to manifest His kingdom there first. Well,
0: it's it's, it's all part of His design, right? right. Family is His design, um, and not just you know spiritual family, the nuclear family, right? Yeah. Just putting putting people together, and so I'm I'm excited as we talk about this because you know like we said in our sort of promo video Mm -hmm. last week if you ever if you saw that you know we're definitely not at the destination we're definitely talking from the journey because this is still a journey for us we we get it right we get it wrong Sometimes I feel like we get it wrong a little bit more often, well, but it's yeah. still the journey this and is it's definitely, still pursuing the Lord.
1: We definitely are coming from a place of not having all the answers, but on the journey. But I think that's the beauty of this time. And one of the things that we want to do as a part of this podcast is create community. Yeah. Create community where um, it becomes normal. And mm-hmm. we w- so if you're listening to us, like we love for you to send us your stories, yeah, totally. on Instagram. Send us videos, send us pictures of what it looks like for you in your house and things that you do to release heaven um, and to release the kingdom of God in your house.
0: Yeah, and you can you can follow us on Instagram, yeah, thrown in Home, or you can even shoot us an email at thrown in Home at gmail.com. And yep. we're still working on website and all yeah, that you kind can of follow stuff. Us on TikTok. you know,
1: I'm learning. I'm learning TikTok, guys. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. The social media thing hasn't been a strong point for me either, but you know, we're, we're stepping out all in partnership with the prophetic words that uh, we, we have had as it relates to this. And so we're just excited for you guys to be on the journey of Throne and Home. And yeah. I I feel like this, this wasn't just something, and I, we've said this in different ways already, but it wasn't just a good idea to do. I, I feel like this was something that was actually birthed in the heart of Part of the Father and then birthed in us, yeah. but it's been it's been a while. Like we've been here for ten years now, a little mm-hmm. going on eleven next yeah. next March, and so you know, uh, Sarah mentioned that she's she's been in ministry her l- whole life. You know, uh, she grew up in church. I grew up in church too, not necessarily in a ministry family, although my parents were super active in in ministry so
1: should we tell everybody just a little bit about yeah i us? think i think that's really just, important just the the so i was born and raised in new york city and alex was born and raised
0: i was born and raised in new york city yeah we, we were in two different parts of the city though Two I different
1: mean, two different boroughs so you need to know this yeah this is
0: two, very important to know
1: two different boroughs um and my dad pastored a church in staten island and, and alex, i
0: was I was born and raised in the Bronx
1: and we did not meet in New York.
0: Not at all. It
1: was many, many years later after the Lord moved us on to different and places. And it was <laughs>
0: definitely one of those things that I know we've we've talked about ourselves but even dialogued with the Lord. But there's there's and it's funny because there was a lot of overlap. Like different people we who knew, knew people. we all knew similar people around the I same times. I went to times. the Bronx
1: the Bronx a lot. I never, never stepped foot stepped in up, Staten Island. But
0: there had you oh had you had I yes
1: where would we be
0: so from there from New York mm-hmm. we both went on to college I I left New York and went straight to Florida I went to the University of Miami yeah, and w- moved.
1: let's hear that story because I think it's really cool
0: what how I got to Florida
1: just you starting University of Miami and what what ended up happening with you
0: so I was I was given a scholarship to the University of Miami, and uh, was my heart was always, I wanted to be a doctor ever since I was a little kid, so I was fascinated with medicine. A doctor. Doctor. Yep, I wanted to be, actually I wanted to be an orthopedic surgeon, uh, and my goal was maybe sports medicine, be a team doctor for a professional team. Um, that all came about. Anyway, that's another long story, but I won't, it, I won't get into that. But, yeah, I, I left New York City for Miami um, and went down there. But while I was there, uh, just I was going to a Southern Baptist church. And uh, I don't know that I would have said it at the same way then that I would now, but basically started to hear the Lord's call into ministry and gave up my scholarship, transferred to Bible college, and got my degree um to prep to become a pastor i just felt the call for vocational ministry and and yeah so what would have been four years in miami or maybe longer for med school ended up being 16 and a half almost 17 years in miami yeah but i know
1: we're, we're gonna go we're gonna dive in probably a little bit more into your story because um, there are some significant really significant things i think yeah. when it comes to um, kind of how the Lord called you into ministry. Like you said, you didn't grow up in a background with the Holy Spirit, but how the Holy Spirit kind of invaded yeah. um, your your heart and life and what was happening, and kind of we'll share more of how God brought us together. Um,
0: but, so, yeah, yeah. so I, I left New York for Miami, but you left New York and, and ended up going a couple different places at first.
1: Yeah, so I ended up going to Bible college. Um, I actually went to one... Um, more conservative um, Christian college, and it just wasn't for me. I knew that there was something specific um, that God wanted me to do. And so I worked in New York for a little while until the Lord called me um, overseas to Australia Yeah, and got to go to Hillsong Leadership College um, and spent a few years there. But I think th- for me there, I think there was a a huge call to what I had grown up with I had a very intimate relationship with the Lord, but I think it was a, maybe I would say limited, but maybe it was just the Lord growing me up into when I finally went to Australia and was a part of Hillsong, I got introduced to his church and just fell in love with the body of Christ yeah. and knew that the intimacy that I was experiencing one-on-one with Jesus, that he was actually wanting that for his entire church. And so that actually um for me and even part of what this thorn and home is about is a an expression and also a way for us to be able to see the effect of how do we bring the bride of Christ into a place of knowing who she is and falling in love with Jesus and understanding where we're seated. Yeah. That she would know who she is and take her place and i think a lot of times you know the church kind of we we go about our our days not really realizing how much access we have not actually knowing that hey we're the bride that we we're not just saved we're not just saved and we're not just servants there is so much in our identity as children of god but I think predominantly as the bride of Christ, like that's the most intimate, that's the most access you can possibly have. And drawing into more intimacy. And as we understand who we are as the bride of Christ, like there's fruitfulness and family is built and kingdom is released. And um, what's on the heart of the Lord, as we fall more in love with him, as we um, spend time with him, we understand, hey, we get to be a part of this. Mm-hmm. And that's a huge part of what throne Home is about, is our um, cooperation with heaven, our engagement of heaven right. and agreement with heaven that we're not just begging God and we're not just waiting around until he comes back, that we can actively be releasing um, the kingdom of God, that we can be releasing the things that are happening in heaven from the throne room and bring them to our families first and foremost. You know, I love that. I don't remember who who the quote is from, but it's like if you want to go change the world, you know, go home and love your family. Yeah. And I think that's a big part of what we're talking about. Totally.
0: Yeah. And 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 so it's and I know this is a big thing in your heart, you know, you've already mentioned the bride of Christ, but it's really our union with God. It's mm-hmm. it's it's, you know, as we unpack different layers of that you know it's christ in us the hope of glory i mean you can't get more close to god than being in him and him in you yeah you know and so but you were saying that in the context of you went off to australia and then you eventually went from australia yeah. back to. Miami. so my
1: parents took on a church in miami um, while i was away overseas so i defaulted to miami and that was really interesting because i kind of was no idea why i was
0: there <laughs> oh i know but <laughs>
1: but um a few years in uh we finally met through a program why don't we go ahead and tell them about
0: you want to you want to tell the story of of how we met or you want the like cliff notes you can, you version can, you of it no because <laughs> you, you know me and stories tell, i will tell the story
1: tell the cliff notes we're gonna have other other okay, episodes where okay we'll talk
0: yeah about that's what, uh, all right but, so So basically I was working for a faith-based nonprofit called the Elijah Network. And, uh, we ran family programs at different churches and different, uh, organizations. We were grant based program and community stuff and and all of that. And so Sarah was basically the site coordinator at one of the, one of the churches that we were partnering with. And so that's, that's how we met. So
1: the program though was called strong families Academy. Oh, yeah. That we were doing. And I think that's the fun part of one how we met through that program because actually now part of what we what we what we see that we're doing Is in our generation strong families. Yeah, we're yeah. we're building strong families, but also um our generation Um, is kind of in this in between right now, which Mm -hmm. I can't wait to do the episode on our Gen Xers. Yeah. Um, I have just like so many. Gen Xers?
0: Like, like me? Gen X? Yeah. Or, okay.
1: And like the elder millennial that I am. Yeah. I'm kind of in between guys. I'm like the elder millennial Gen X. Anyway, I feel really passionate for those of you that are in that bracket, um, some really amazing downloads that I've gotten over the past few months that I would love yeah. to unpack because I think we're just getting started. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that there has been some hiddenness for, you know, gen-, gen X generation and there's been some words spoken over us, but I think our, our days are just beginning. Absolutely. Um, there's been this like underground and there's been many prophetic words about it, but I think we're just getting ready to step into a place where we're going to start to see, the, the words that were spoken over us 20, 25 years ago start to come to pass as we're bringing in, you know, Gen Z and what is this next one?
0: Alpha. Well, <laughs> I, 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 I don't even know. But, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's definitely on our heart. But it was the Strong Families Academy that really brought us. So we have a huge heart for yeah. Strong Families. And the Spirit and of Elijah. Yeah. yeah, turning the hearts of the fathers to the children, children to the fathers, but in a nutshell, that's that's the short version. We we met working together on that, and uh, got married, started to have babies, yeah. and then
1: and we're gonna have some episodes pr- coming up probably in the near future and just be able to introduce you to our kids. Yeah, as they're willing, the couple. as they're willing, <laughs> as they want to. Some are more than others, um, but they are hilarious and have, they're amazing and they have a lot to say um, and just powerful. Like yeah, we always. in their
0: own experiences yeah. and encounters with the Lord. Yeah. You know.
1: In our communities and our church, you know, we say that there's no junior Holy Spirit. And we believe that the Holy Spirit is active and powerful in our kids and our kids have the same amount of access that we do, (laughs) yeah. you know, and so as they have stuff to release that we want to just bring them along with us. Right. Um, in a part of what we're doing. So,
0: yeah. And so we, we met Florida 16 years ago, got married 15 years ago, but 10 years ago we transitioned. Yes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I realize I paused at a po- point there, but we transitioned out of Florida. The Lord really just decided it was time to move. And so 10 years ago, we came to this area, to the Austin.
1: Yeah. Why don't you let, let everybody know kind of just the background with that. And yeah. It was kind of significant and pretty powerful. It's still um, when we talk about the story or people hear about the story, it's, yeah. it's pretty powerful.
0: Well, so... Probably now 11 years ago, um, almost 12 years ago this coming October, right, just a couple weeks, um, you and I and the family were off at the second greatest place on the earth, um, Disney World. We were there (laughs) with the family. That's you know, the first? That's the first greatest place. <laughs> yeah, I was like, What's what? the first? No, it's, it's actually the <laughs> Hawaii first. Hawaii is the Hawaii first. Hawaii is the first for us. We love Hawaii, We love guys. being in Hawaii. So the second greatest place on the earth for us is Disney World. And so <laughs> we were we were there, family trip. And, um, and that, if you
1: have a problem with Disney World, don't write us. <laughs>
0: yeah, please don't. Listen. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can find kingdom in anything. Yes, you know, and we um, do. And all... all the scripture for that is all creation testifies to the greatness of God in Romans chapter one. But anyway, um, we were, we were there. Um, and it was one of the evenings that we were there. I had a dream and in the dream, um, I was putting the kids down to bed at the time. We only had two, we just had our son Jude and our son Elijah and they were, they were babies. Elijah was only a couple months old. Um, but, uh, I, I had this understanding and this awareness that I was dreaming because of how things were playing out in that part of the dream. So putting the kids to bed, I go to bed and then have a dream. So this is a dream within a dream. It's very inception. Yes. Very inception. If you haven't seen the movie. Yeah. So, um, from here on out, I will talk about level one or level two of the dream. So level two of the dream is the dream within the dream. Uh, and so, uh, in level two dream, I am, I'm in this house that is completely uh, unrecognizable to me, never been there before, didn't know what it looked like. And there's this lady who I, who I naturally assumed was a realtor. And she was showing me around this house, um, and telling me why I needed to buy this house. And um, I didn't get it, didn't understand it, because it was too small, it was only two bedrooms, and just not anything that we would have necessarily bought. Um, but she's telling me that I have to move my family here and buy this house and live here. Um, and then she says, Hey, let me show you around the area. And so, um, I walk outside the door and I'm standing at the base of a water tower and I look up and the water tower says round rock on it. And, uh, I, I look at the lady, and I'm like, hey, what's 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 going on with this water tower? Why, why'd you bring me here? And she then says to me something that was very significant, and she said, the Lord says that what bursts forth from here is going to be like rivers of living water. It will flood beyond a 50-mile radius and flood the entire region, and it will be said that there's never been a move of God like that one. And in that moment, I was just hit in the dream with with the holy spirit and i'm laid out and laughing and shaking and crying and all the manifestations of the holy spirit that you might experience and she looks over at me and she's like hey are you done i gotta take you somewhere else but she said it in such a way that threw me off that i was like sure let's go and the next thing i know i'm standing at the base of another water tower and i look mm-hmm. up and it says Penfield field on it and you know i'm Every now and then that New York mindset attitude comes out. And I looked at the lady. I'm like, hey, what's your deal with the water towers? Like, why do you keep bringing me here of all places? And she then says the same thing she said at the first water tower. She says, the Lord says that what bursts forth from here will be like rivers of living water bursting forth from the ground. It'll flood beyond a 50 mile radius. And it'll be said there's never been a move of God like that one. And my response was the same thing as the first water tower. So I'm laid out, manifestations of the Holy Spirit. And she looks at me and she's like, are you done yet? I need to take you somewhere else. And I'm Mm -hmm. actually a little indignant with her. And I'm like, hey, I'm having a Mm -hmm. moment with the Lord. Do you mind? And she says, yes, I have to take you somewhere else. So next thing I know, I'm standing at this, what felt like a hillside. And I'm looking over this body of water that could have been a lake, could have been a river. uh, And the lady's not around. And I'm looking around and I see a skyline that's completely unfamiliar to me. I've never seen it before in my life. Um, I see these bridges, very detailed, but the lady's not around. And I remember I'm just looking up at the sky and just asking God, God, where the heck am I? I don't know where I'm at. And the sky turns from this blue to gold and just starts raining this gold, and it starts to cover the city, cover people almost like an oil, like a honey. Mm. And I hear the voice of the Lord, and He says, What I'm going to do in this region will be like rivers of living water. They're burst forth from the ground, flood beyond a 50 mile radius, and it'll never be, it'll be said that there's never been a move of God like this one. And, um, next thing I know I'm laid out and again just slain in the spirit so to speak and just encountering the presence of God and I feel these lips kiss mine and I wake up and now I'm back in level one of the dream and in that I wake up I'm sitting laying in bed next to you and uh, you say to me in the dream hey what was going on in your dream because you were Shaken and all sorts of stuff was happening to you so in the level one of the dream i'm telling you what happened with the dream and everything that physically happened to me in level two of the dream was happening to me she was like and sarah sarah said in this level one part of the dream like yeah you kept doing that in your sleep and i tried to wake you up twice and you wouldn't wake up so the third time I, I, I kissed you like Sleeping Beauty, <laughs> thinking that that would wake you up.
1: Like Sleeping Beauty. Like Sleeping
0: Beauty, yeah. <laughs> and um, I am not Sleeping Beauty at <laughs> all, just to let you know. It's it's yeah. It's more like Beauty and the Beast. When anyway, um, but uh, and I'm the Beast. Just just so everyone's clear, just I'm not, not calling my wife a Beast. Um, but you said in level one of the dream, I. I I did that and you woke up where were you and I was like I have no idea where I was at She was like so in in level one Sarah says to me why don't you just google it and I wake up and I'm up in the natural it's morning you and the family are out having Mm -hmm. breakfast uh, in the dining room of the place that we were staying at and so I walk out tell you and tell you everything about the dream. And your response to me is literally, did you Google it yet?
1: I think that's my response
0: a lot of times. <laughs> yeah. You're like, did you, did you, did you do I'll what I, it's, it was almost as if though like, Hey, you didn't listen to me in the dream. Listen to me now. Google, mm-hmm. it. Google it. And so I went back into the, into the bedroom and I, I Googled round rock water tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I found an image of a water tower in downtown round rock i did the same thing for penfield and found the exact image of the penfield water tower that i saw in my dream which is in south austin and then i remember going okay so what was that skyline and at the time i i didn't know where any of those water towers Mm -hmm. were and and it was one of the few times i've heard the audible voice of the lord Mm -hmm. he said google parks in austin and so i did and i found an image of the skyline of austin um, taken from the same place I saw it in my dream. Now, I have to say, you, at that point in time, neither you nor I had ever been to Austin. Yeah. We we had only ever been to Dallas, where my brother lives, and not even outside of his home, because he has a really nice home and there was no need. Yeah. But, we so, had like
1: one friend here. <laughs>
0: yeah, and so I, I, I thought I was going... I thought... Our one friend who had lived in the area, I thought maybe all of this stuff I saw on his Facebook page, so I scoured Mm -hmm. him and his wife's Facebook page, their kids' Facebook pages, to see if any of these images were there, and none of them were. Mm -hmm. And I knew God was bringing us to Austin because of that dream, that, that what he was wanting to do here in this region was bring about a revival, bring about a move that would flood a region and cover a region with His glory and His presence. And so, ten years ago, we packed up our family of four, then family of four and moved from Miami to to Round Rock. Yeah,
1: and it's I mean even that there's more to that story. We'll probably share that a little bit later. But I I will say that um, over these past ten years. As I think about it, and I think about the testimonies of what God has done already, we haven't seen the fullness. No, Of that, right. I we're think, still contending for that. You know, thrown in home, and what we're doing right now is even part of us kind of putting a stake in the ground of us saying yes again and believing God for what He promised, and yeah. that you know He is promised is faithful. Yeah, like He's gonna finish what He started. You know, in us and in you know it's his word. It's his Mm. promise. It's not about us at all. We, we just get to be a part of this. Um, and you know, even the place, the church that he put us in, um, to be a part of how we've been able to even grow, um, in our passions and develop, you know, as a result, you know, you growing in prophetic, you growing in, um, the different ways that God has woven our whole story together, which there's so much. Um, but, um, well positioned us, I feel like we've we've gotten to know the land. You know yeah, what I mean. We've gotten absolutely. to know. Um, and one of the things that I think is really um, special and powerful is the amount of prophetic words over our city. The mm-hmm. amount of things that you know God is doing. The people that He has sent here right. to partner with what He is doing and is about to do. Yeah, um, is amazing. And so I just want to encourage you. Um, where those of you that are listening, wherever you're at, um, whether you're a worship leader, whether you're just, you know, a family doing life, like to connect with, you know, God, God does dream of territory. He dreams of territories and mm-hmm. generations. Right? right. I've heard that said, and you know, where, where God has you and with whom he has you. Yeah. Um, as we, we, we talk a lot about family, but you know, where the, the friends and the people that he puts around you is also very significant, um, as he is weaving his body together, as he's weaving his church together, um, that you connect to places that, um, there is life mm-hmm. and where you can kind of partner with what he's doing. He the Lord, like, what's your assignment? Right. What's your assignment in, the, in your city? Mm-hmm. What is your city called to? What is the redemptive purpose? So what is the re- redemptive things um, that your city is called to? Um, what are things and words even spoken? Have there been words spoken over that you can partner with? Right, you know, partner with as an individual and as a family.
0: And I think I think the partnership aspect is really important, right? Because you know, I I've taught through this in in a number of different ways, you know. There, there, there are different types of prophetic words. Mm-hmm. There's the, there are there are the sovereign words of God, which means God is going to make it happen, in spite of you, mm-hmm. despite you, not to spite you, but, you know, right. He's just going to do it, do right? It. Um, but many of the words actually require a partnership. You know, we talk about that scripture. You know, all God's promises are yes and amen, and we usually put the yes and amen all on God, but it's it's God's yes he's going to do this mm-hmm. our amen the the amen is actually our response yeah. to his yes it when we say amen to what he has said we're actually giving a landing zone for that promise to land and so god is looking for partnership even in those prophetic words and and like you like you mentioned a moment ago us even stepping out and doing something like this yeah is our partnership with Right. All right, God, what did you say? Yeah.
1: And sometimes that has to happen more than once. Oh, absolutely. Like I know, you know, 4 years in, it was one thing. Right. You know, sometimes it was it was picking up and growing skills mm-hmm. to partner with those words. Sometimes it's developing relationships. Other times it's going back and doing the very same thing again. You know, recently you shared a message on, you know, redigging wells. Yeah. And sometimes there are seasons where, you know, the last few years it's not been easy for anybody right um and there's been a season for us to kind of go back and re-dig those wells and maybe dig new wells here in regards to lord this is what you said and we haven't seen it right in the fullness of what you've said yet and so how do we say yes again and so you know i posted those of you could follow uh thrown in home Instagram I posted several weeks ago just I went up to the Penfield water tower we right. live very close by so the way to the Round Rock right. water tower and so we see it very often it's a reminder always constant
0: reminder because when we got here I you know you were mm-hmm. working at the church I wasn't and there was a lot of times where I was even questioning God why are we here yeah but I had to drive by that water tower every single day on my way to and from work mm-hmm. and uh, the, the one in Round Rock specifically and that was like a physical reminder of god saying no i brought you here you know yeah. and so to contend to yeah. to to partner with what he was saying
1: yeah i feel like that's something for our listeners to you know a lot of times disappointment can settle in mm-hmm. in what we think it should things are going to look like right and or sometimes it means that like hey, I got to do the hard work when it comes to building community. Mm-hmm. I have to do the work in finding the lay of the land, finding yeah. out like it's not always just like, oh, I showed up and now it's going to happen. Right. Sometimes it takes the contending. Right. It takes digging your heels in and not moving just so, because here's the thing, it's not just about us. Right? It's about this whole entire region. And so sometimes it, there's an assembling of people. There's an assembling of um times and seasons where they're in the right time with the right people that he can come and he's like okay now yeah I can move and I think that's part of all of what he's been doing um in and through and with us and for us with even with this podcast like for us like we we have been faithful in mi- the ministries that we are a part of right um but I think one of the things and I just want to encourage people like I like. I love. The, we both love the local church so much.
0: Absolutely, we have a high uh, value. for high the value. local church. Like, um, yeah, very and high I, value.
1: But like, sometimes, like, if the Lord is asking you to do something, like, and it it looks different, like, the, a podcast was not on our radar initially, um, and it's something a little bit different. But he's like, hey, I need you to take now what you've been marinating in, like, we, you know, Holy Spirit. So much input that we've had, you know, in our local church and what God's doing in in and among our community. Like, how do we release this out? Yeah. So, this is our outflow, a way of us being able to release outside to um, maybe even see an increase on what we've seen so far um, to be able to share with families, to be able to share with those that are in ministry, those that are in ministry with kids. Like, I grew up as a kid in ministry. And I will tell you, you know, I, I said this on our Facebook live. Um, but you know, my parents really, if I look at it, they really did an amazing job with us as kids to help include us, to teach us, to give us a value for the presence, but also a value for us in ministry. Yeah. Not just that the ministry was the most important thing. Right. And so I think that's still why I'm doing what I'm doing today. Yeah, totally. It, because I was, I was given a framework of, oh, you can do this as a family and you can do it. And that makes it more sustainable.
0: And it, I'll, say, I'll say this, that having married into the family, <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I, can, I can say that that's very true, mm-hmm. right? Even Even over the last 15 years. I mean, we pastored under your dad, Mm-hmm. At a church in Florida for a number of years. Mm-hmm. And so it was very much the whole family in ministry together, but we always saw that. you know, even here now, mm-hmm. you know how the value for that, um, yeah, it's super important and, yeah. and just being able to help prioritize that. and And I think that all goes back to establishing his throne in in our home, yeah. you know, when we value that family time. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that's a huge, a huge thing for me. And I think I've been in and around ministry and where I don't think, you know, a lot of us, there's, there's a calling, there's an authentic calling that the Lord gives us. I will say, and just be very honest, um, a lot of times people, um, romanticize ministry totally, and want to go out and preach and go out and be itinerant. And I'm like, I've gotten to the place where I'm like, okay, that's great, but what what's the rest of the time look like? What does the rest of our life look like? And I'm not okay going out and leading worship every weekend here, there or whatever, and preaching and having amazing exploits. But then my, my kids are my family. Our family is falling apart and disconnected. Like how much more powerful where the, what we do outside is just the overflow of what's real and true in our home that we're stewarding. It, it it kind of makes it that much more powerful. And to know that I'm raising my kids in a way that they're having their own personal experience. So when it's time for them to leave the nest, yeah, it's not a oh mom and dad were doing right. ministry or there's not a disconnect. It's just an outflow. And they right. continue just as they are. Um, our oldest is about to be 14. <laughs> And our eleven-year-old and our eight-year-old, like they're ministers now. Right, they're ministers, and they are carriers of the presence of God now. Right, we don't have to wait. Yeah, and as as they grow and as we grow together as a family, it's just an increase. That's where we see the glory to glory, and it's not a wait until.
0: Right, right, yeah, and I think I think that's super important, and and that's some of the stuff that we're actually gonna. Move into, in the podcasts to come, in episodes to come, is the yeah. practicality yeah. of, right? How do we do that? What does it look like for us? Even, yeah. uh, you know, we'll we'll talk to some of our ministry friends. Yeah. and uh, bring I'm them into the have, conversation. I'm excited to have. Yeah, I'm excited to have. Like we um, won't our name we us. won't name drop just yet, yeah. but you know, <laughs> we'll have some really really. Yeah, we're gonna have influential yeah. people as well that we know of and, and have the privilege to walk with, mm-hmm. and so. Um, but those are, those are some of the things that we're looking forward to, but we wanted yeah. to really just take some time today yeah, just for those intro, who are listening <laughs> to just really get to know us a little yeah. bit and some of our passions and yep. some of, some of our story. And, and I know there are moments where we'll go deeper into our backstories yeah. and into our experiences.
1: Yeah. I'm excited. Just even as we're talking about this episode, this particular episode, I'm like, there's so many things to share. Um, that are on our hearts to share with you all. Um, But for now, um, we want to get connected with you. Yeah, totally. And so we would love for you to follow our Instagram, the Throne Throne in Home, home and the...
0: They can start to subscribe to YouTube. Yeah, YouTube. YouTube channel, Throne in Home, Instagram, Throne in Home. And then um, if they want to send us an email and chat or something like that, Uh, Our email address is thrown in home at gmail.com and you can shoot us a message. Yeah, But let
1: us, let us know your thoughts. If you have questions
0: and even some stuff you want to hear about like from our lives, topics, things like that. Like we're open. This is, this is a new journey for us. And so
1: of ways of how, how do we as a community um, navigate totally these, these different areas or questions that you have, send us your questions
0: um, And, and share. right tell tell other people about what you're getting from us and what what you're listening to about this podcast um so that way you know maybe there's a chunk of our story that might benefit somebody else uh, and we want to be able to reach them and so if you're listening share it um let other people know about it and we we thank you for just joining us on the journey thanks so much